So then, favorite ice cream flavor. Am I allowed to just say what my go-to ice cream cone order is? Oh, yeah, sure. Or does it have to be a specific flavor? Mm, Well, I'll just go with it, and then I'll see whether I find it acceptable. A scoop of mint chocolate chip. And then on top of that, a scoop of orange sherbet. Really? Yeah. A mint chocolate chip is, that's my favorite by far, but with orange. Yeah. Hmm. How did you discover this combination? Uh, I think. Are, are we recording? Is, is that, yeah, this is recording. All right, good. People I need want, to know about this. I want to say Sam Huntoon recommended it, and so I tried it. The, none of you are going to know who Sam Huntoon is. He was a high school classmate of mine. He suggested it, I believe, and I tried it out and i was like wow this is amazing mint chocolate chip and orange sherbet but there's not many opportunities that one gets to actually you know have that because a lot of places just don't serve orange sherbet well unless one specifically goes to the store with the intent of creating this at home i've never done that though i know you could make it at the dairy store you do a lot of reading up on new food products and things like that sounds like doug uh i mean yes but none of that has come into play here (laughs) no i'm I'm just from <laughs> editing previous episodes, <laughs> which I've just been doing. Oh, you mean I'm a real treat boy is what you're trying to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real treat boy in a soda head. <laughs> Must be a Gobeski trait. And so now I had that reputation for a while. My chocolate tacos. Oh, yeah. And my the Gobeski triple, which is a uh, you take two Krispy Kreme donuts. Like the glazed and, ones? Yep. And you put a jelly filled Krispy Kreme donut in the center. Do you squish any of them at all to like make it so that you can get your jaw around it? Yes, but you have to aim it so that the hole for the jelly is pointed at your mouth and you only squish it right before the bite so that it squirts into your mouth before you go in for it. Hmm. Seems very complicated. Charlie was there when I made it. Yeah. Because for I mean, some it's pretty reason, intuitive. the cat was serving Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> all the brownie sandwiches Hmm. i don't know that you mentioned those oh that's just a a brownie between two chocolate chip cookies oh okay i know you've mentioned the pudding tacos multiple times yep when i didn't like mexican food and we went to chi chi's and they had a buffet and i was like i don't want to eat any of this so i just put chocolate (laughs) pudding in the tortillas and i was like this is pretty good and ate a whole bunch and because i was like when was that fourth grade so i was like 10 (laughs) years old so i was like 10 years old and had the constitution of an ox so it didn't phase me <laughs> and then all the other i was like this is really good and all the other kids started doing it too <laughs> nice i've not had one since so i don't know what if it'd still be worthwhile <laughs> okay i kind of want to try it but i mean it, how could it be bad it does uh, sound you can almost decent. taste it just thinking about it yeah. yeah i think you just have to make sure that it's like a well heated flexible tortilla right oh yeah of, oh. the sort, of the sort that would have been on a buffet line, right? It can't just be one you pull out of the cupboard. So steamed or something, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I think they just squish them in a panini machine for, uh, like, a flat-top panini machine thing for, like, three seconds at Qdoba. Yeah, and I was trying to think of how it goes there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just imagining going to, like, a Qdoba or Chipotle and just handing them, like... Two chocolate pudding cups and saying, <laughs> I want this in the tortilla, please. And that's it. <laughs> I've brought my own what ingredients, thank you. A tortilla. <laughs> you want just a tortilla? That's right. You mean like an extra tortilla? Nope, just a tortilla. Have we started yet? Not officially, yeah.
Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski, and please welcome our latest guest, Doug Gobeski. Uh, I was really hoping I'd get to be a special guest. Charlie, can I be a special You're guest? You're our latest special guest. That's as good of an offer as I'm going to get. If all our it? guests are special, are, are none of them special? Our special latest guest. That works. Hello! And we're here to discuss all the topics Charlie's brought. Oh, yeah. Like, um, what's your favorite ice cream? Because I certainly had thought to bring that ahead of the conversation that we just had. No, yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> the induction for my second child is going to happen next Thursday. So well, that's except news. by the time this goes out, it was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, it'd be a long time ago. Yeah, little Kilgore has already been born. <laughs> Kilgore Adam Jr. Wallace. Uh... <laughs> Kilgore Adam Jr. Wallace. <laughs> I live in the Kilgore. You don't need to double honor me. <laughs> but if you're going to remember, it's Kilgore Anonymous Wallace. And that spells Caw. That's what they'd call him. They'd call him Caw because it was better than any of the alternatives. <laughs> we can't possibly call him by his real name. It's too ridiculous. <laughs> My friends call me Kill or Gore. <laughs> I mean, in today's baby naming environment, would that really make anyone bat an eye? Well, I guess there's a difference between batting an eye and saddling your child with terrible names. <laughs> yeah, but if it's like the guest thing, though. If all names are terrible, are any names terrible? Yes. I think we established oh. that all names are terrible. That was the first conjunct. Mm. So it would be better if we didn't call each other by anything at all. <laughs> so so what, does that, what does that leave you with? Grunting and pointing? That's right. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the report i'm here that's how we'd start the podcast mm. so kilgore is born huh uh, by now he is yep how do you feel about that tired i'm tired i'm happy that it happened those are the two emotions happy and tired so when is your wife going to get the tattoo the tattoo yeah tattoo on her stomach kilgore was here <laughs> isn't that kilroy damn it yeah, it is. All right. Well, we still have time oh. to amend the uh, birth certificate, Charlie, to kill. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Kilgore was too avant-garde. You can you name your kid Kilroy. <laughs> yeah, they call him Roy. Yeah. Man, I really thought you'd have a topic or something. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> what? Why did you I, I kind of didn't think, think about podcast. it. Podcast. Oh, because we need podcast episodes. <laughs> so not little Kilroy is a handful. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to the well. What's a topic we've done before? We haven't done it in a really long time. Um, let me look at the old episodes. Me too. Who have we done that hasn't had Paul improving Or a Marvel episode. Uh, or we broke up And we did. Talked about movies. We harassed Jason. Hmm. I guess I could try that. Yeah, what's he up to? I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Probably also dealing with children. Yeah, at 9.40. <laughs> He's not going to enjoy this, is he? <laughs> He he has a child now. Maybe you shouldn't. Hi, you've reached Jason King. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, Jason. It's Adam. Uh, I know you thought that this period of your life was over, but it's not. I'm still harassing you about a podcast that you're currently on. So congrats. Charlie says hi. 
And uh, if I disturbed you, I apologize because, oh, right, you have a kid and it's three hours later there because time is stupid. Love you. All right. <laughs> I left a message. <laughs> Episode okay. 54 was simply speculating about what Jason would say if he were on the podcast. That's because he was going to show up on that one and then didn't. Oh. <laughs> All right, what have we done with only Doug? The best uh, episode for your honeymoon. What? Best episode <laughs> of what? Their podcast. Of the podcast? To listen to on a honeymoon. I don't know if that's changed, probably. Although our wedding road trip episode was after that. It was. Maybe we can uh, debut a new segment called Misguided Hot Takes. Okay. Where we go around and uh, we give hot takes that are wrong. Well, presumably they're wrong. That's why they're hot takes. Charlie, what hot takes you got? Hot takes. Mm, okay. Something, something crazy. Something, something we spicy. wouldn't expect. Something hot spicy. takes and hot cakes. Mm. Mm, I think mayonnaise should be banned. No, hot takes, not reasonable, well thought out positions that everyone would agree with. Well, no, well, wait, I wait, think wait, oil, wait, 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 wait. Oil and eggs aioli? should never become. Nope. No aioli. Well, I, I enjoyed aioli for a while, and then it was pointed out to me that it was basically mayonnaise, and then I couldn't eat it anymore. That's actually so you true. You just want to see hipster <laughs> restaurant. Wait, seriously? I didn't know when people started no, calling I mean, it that. But that's what you, it was. You I, stop. Yes. You, you stopped once you learned? Yep. Like, because then I knew. Can I just say that's a little bit weird? Well, it's like Sometimes eating and mental taste block. is mental. Yeah, there's so yeah. much of it. That's the equivalent of them turning on the lights and you learn that the mashed potatoes you were eating were blue and the roast beef was green or whatever that experiment was. Hmm. It was basically like an experiment where they were determining how much color influences how we treat foods and stuff. And so they had like roast beef and potatoes and that kind of stuff, like just under colored lights. And so under the colored lights like they just looked fine and then ter they turned off the colored lights and then you saw that like the roast beef had been dyed green and like the mashed potatoes were like blue or something and people literally started throwing up <laughs> <laughs> awesome that rules so somebody pointed out to Charlie that aioli is just mayonnaise, and he started vomiting up his hipster sandwich in the middle of the restaurant. Well, to be fair, I I think I just you know took a beat, and then I was like, okay, I'm dead eating this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> amazing! It may very well have been after I had already eaten something too. Must be tough to live in Madison and not want to eat aiolis. Yeah, or to live in the Midwest and not want mayonnaise. <laughs> well, I feel wait, like wait, 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 anything that's that. You can't basically can't eat anything that's called a salad. Right. So you so you you can't eat ranch. <laughs> nope, that's the worst. But, but I can you can eat... still eat Cool Ranch Doritos. I can. They don't contain mayonnaise, right? That's correct. Yeah, that's just the powder flavors. That's the stuff you mix into the mayonnaise and buttermilk. Yeah, but if there was like a packet of Hidden Valley Ranch mix. I think that's where the weird dividing line is. Like, I'm not sure if I could put that on something else and eat it if it wasn't. No, no, no. You don't put something on it. You just eat it like fun dip. Right. But that's what I mean. Like, I'm not sure if I could consume it or not. <laughs> well, that brings us to our taste test with Charlie. <laughs> only you knew you could and have sent we, some we have here a uh, a hidden valley ranch packet for charlie to eat and the secret ingredient is you guessed it it's a reuben <laughs> that will be the fun dip stick is a reuben sandwich <laughs> thousand island end ranch mixed together oh <laughs> i was like there's no ranch in a reuben <laughs> <laughs> then i remembered the premise <laughs> I guess that's only a hot take where we come from. Maybe other parts of the world or other parts of the country, it's it's not so. I doubt other parts of the country feel that way, but other parts of the world, I'm willing to bet. Yeah. So, Charlie, are you okay with Miracle Whip? No, I am not. 
No tangy zip. Nope. And then the other thing that's weird is like... So like potato salad is just straight out. Yeah. That's what he was saying. He said all salads in the Midwest are straight out. Oh, I didn't understand that at first. I was just thinking of like actual leaf salad, salad. potato salad, tuna salad, salad salad. Sometimes Carl will make something with mayonnaise in it and she won't tell me on purpose. And I'll eat it and I'll like it. And then she'll tell me and then I won't like it. Wow. That's some powerful psychology. (laughs) I don't know. I know the feeling, though. I often struggle with that a little bit. Uh, I mean, I am kind of the same way with sour cream. Yeah, and then I can eat sour cream. I don't I don't get it. Not, not even being inconsistent. For sure. Like, once I learned what an old-fashioned donut was actually made of, it was like, oh, I, I can't ever eat these again. See, that I can do. Well, wait, what about Jubilee Jumbles? What? Those have sour cream in them. Yeah, but I haven't had those in, like, so, so long. It's been so long since the last time Dad made those. I thought you said you had made them the other day. Like, And by the other day, I mean like three years ago. Oh, God, no. Not even close, no. Jubilee Jumbos, for those who don't know, are a a particular type of chocolate chip cookie found in, I believe, the Betty Crocker recipe book. And uh, they one of the ingredients was sour cream. Hmm. I don't remember the sour cream being like noticeable flavor wise, though. No, it's not. It's I think it was just used in lieu of eggs or something. Oh, okay. I remember the texture, though. Or butter, maybe. Like they've got a very distinct texture to them. It's almost like a man. How would you even describe it? Like a. Not gooey, but like a moist crumb, like crumb in the baking sense. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I just feel like I'm very consistent and that uh, no egg or dairy-based sauces for me or condiments. Wait, so know, no... I don't know well, if I can well, name one. Okay, how about an over-easy egg? You know, like one of the eggs where you, it's like a fried egg and you cut into it and the yolk kind of like spills out. The only way I can eat eggs is scrambled. What? Hmm. Oh, man. It's all you mixed together and out on into, the a, eggs into a, there, a rubbery yellow substance. Oh, man. So many breakfast, amazing, just a, incredible breakfast foods just gone from the stricken from the list. Yeah, look, I've got McGriddles. What else do I need? <laughs> an egg in the middle of that. Yeah, there is an egg in the middle. Of it. It's a scrambled one. They're the special scrambled little folded patty things. I remember back when McGriddles came out and I was like, that's disgusting. That's just like too much stuff mixed together and it's not meant to be. And then I had one. I was like, no, oh, OK, I get it. <laughs> Definitely what I what I get when I go to McDonald's for breakfast. It is. It's just a portable full breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Wait, so eggs was the one and what was the other one? Dairy based sauces. What's a dairy based sauce? Uh, you What's know, an example? Uh, I guess I always think of mayonnaises and such, which aren't really dairy, but I just sort of lump yeah, them in Yeah, that's just that egg-based. Because they look like milk, I think. They look like spoiled milk. <clears throat> sour cream, I guess. Like, I don't like sour cream. Okay. Ranch? No ranch. Okay. I hate ranch as well. So, it's just the, the even texture, the, the smell. Yeah, geez. It's turned into a, a bizarre anti-ranch podcast. This was supposed to be a hot takes oh, podcast. Hot takes. Who's got, yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> ranch canceled <laughs> oh no that means it's bigger than ever <laughs> i mean yeah it is how about you adam uh hot takes hmm. i mean i have a hot take that probably will get me canceled but obviously you can't say that oh so i can't say that i don't like mexican food oh no that's fine because it smells it? like farts all right less fine but <laughs> <laughs> 
cumin smells like farts to me. What? So if there's not cumin in it, so basically if it's not Tex-Mex, it's okay. But if it is Tex-Mex, it's no good. I'm trying to think if I even know what cumin smells like other than just some sort of spice. Gross. What? It's like my favorite spice, pretty much. It is not your favorite spice. Yeah, I'll put cumin in anything. Fart is your favorite spice. It does no, not, your does favorite, not what it smells like. Your favorite spice is saffron. <laughs> That's my hot take. Yeah, I like how expensive it is. <laughs> I don't like the flavor. I just like that. I feel rich when I eat it. Mm, eat it by, by the, the handful. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that was $100. Yum. <laughs> He's just dipping his vanilla beans in the saffron, like fun dip. Oh, here's a topic for you. This actually came up at Trivia. It's not really a topic. It's just a quick story. But uh, so there was a question. It was uh, which one of the following is not a legume? And it was like, uh, I don't know, peanuts, clover, something else and vanilla. And uh, the hell is clover like the plant clover like that horses eat. Mm hmm. And so everyone put clover and everyone is wrong because it turns out clover is a kind of legume. What? Huh. This is nonsense. Yep. And I told them all that it was vanilla because vanilla has come from orchids and they were not happy with this. Even people, though it was true. I had people who were like, but it's called a vanilla bean. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> but it's a seed pod. And it, at some point, like it was just almost like, well, we have to decide is legume just a fancy word for bean or does it actually have a specific meaning? <laughs> But one person came up to me and showed me like an internet thing that was like, is a vanilla bean a legume? Yes, it is. Except it was answers.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I promise you, I did say this. I said, you're going to have to do better than answers.com. I'm not impressed by your ability to find incorrect information on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one story. The second story is that um, I've been doing this uh, online job resume related stuff like that Arizona offers as a service, the government service. But so they had like this three hour seminar that was just about like the job market in Arizona and who's hiring, who's not. And somehow this got onto like elevator speeches. Elevator speech basically is like, talk about yourself in like 30 seconds or something. Say who you are and what you've done, what you're looking for, that kind of stuff. But so we role played it. And so they were like, all right, so here's the basic template for like an elevator speech. And so somebody give me a name. And so I immediately typed in the chat, Dennis. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And that's the name that she went with. She was like, all right, Dennis, tell me about Dennis. So, you know, what is Dennis? And somebody else wrote, Dennis is a janitor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And they're like, all right, what skills does Dennis have? And one person was like, he's very punctual. And I wrote, he knows HVAC. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a janitor thing, you idiot. (laughs) I know. And they were like, all right, what does Dennis want to do? And I wrote in facilities management. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) But this is just you. Or Tony. I was thinking about Tony. But <laughs> but consequently, she keeps talking about, she's like, all right, so Dennis this and Dennis that. And I was laughing at myself because I was so amused. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, give me a name. And I immediately was just like, instantly the chat, I was like, his name's Dennis. <laughs> 
Perfect. All right. So hot takes, hot takes. So this story is going to hopefully answer or half answer the question. What's the best way to hit a pinata? Because we Celeste just had her birthday party this last weekend. We had it outdoors. We had some kids over and we had a pinata, like a big dinosaur pinata. And of course, you know, the kids are pretty small. Are you allowed to have pinatas? Oh, because what? Culturally, I'm not allowed to have them. That's where I was going. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just a fun thing that people can have. I mean, it's not, it's a dinosaur. It's not like an effigy or something but sorry i didn't mean to derail <laughs> uh, we had one kid that was five but otherwise they were all pretty small so they would all i brought out like a big aluminum pole but it proved to be a little bit heavy for all of them what well i have like a um it's like a uh for your roof like a thing to get snow off your roof because we'd had a blizzard where there was like multiple feet of snow on the roof and i was afraid the roof was going to cave in so it has like multiple aluminum poles that attach to each other this isn't really what the story is about but you don't have a baseball bat we do not have a baseball bat we bought the pinata You're and we're like we don't have failure a baseball bat. as an so, american okay so one once the aluminum american pole father especially to too heavy did you then break out the magnesium pole for them <laughs> no the kids realized that there were sticks in the yard so they started to grab sticks and i was like okay this is fine and they started to beat it with sticks and is this your story about how you caught covid a second time <laughs> <laughs> it was beaten into me with a stick yeah well, so you just had a thousand kids roaming around oh here, yeah all yeah. unvaccinated definitely <laughs> so they all gave it a shot there was the five-year-old was doing a pretty decent job but couldn't hit the final blow so they're like okay charlie you do it and so i just grabbed one of the sticks that they had and then decided well when you hit a pinata you're supposed to hit it towards the people that are watching you right because you want the candy to shower all over them this was the, the thinking in my head well right you don't want to hit it away because no. then the candy will go away no. from them <laughs> i thought it just spills out underneath the pinata depends how hard yeah, you hit well, it that's because no that's because you have to raise your stick like a samurai and bring it straight down <laughs> that see, i'm learning well, okay let's think about this for a moment you're trying to whack the pinata right yes you probably need kendo techniques for that honestly which is kind of like a samurai but like not really because i i just have this distinct memory of holland sensei explaining you want to use a slicing motion because if you use the kendo technique and just whack then your sword is going to get stuck in the guy's skull and somebody's just going to run you through while you're trying you you have like your your foot up on the guy's shoulder trying to like get your sword out of his head you know it's it's just gonna end poorly for you i was talking about like movie samurai not actual samurai uh yeah but don't the movie ones typically aren't they typically like authentic looking i don't know that you typically see like kendo stuff in there do you Look, all I know is I want you to bring it straight down, cleave the pinata in half, and then just all the pieces pour out. No problems. It's like that for a moment, you don't realize that the pinata has been hit at all, and then it just splits in half. Exactly. All right. And then it slides down. These are things I need to keep in mind for the next party because... And then the red punch that you've lined the interior of the pinata <laughs> with sprays out. I was imagining that when the kids were hitting it. It's like, oh, what could I have put in this? especially afterward where they were all up there like trying to like grab all the candy out of the pinata because it hadn't completely fallen out and we're just like imagining a bunch of wild animals tearing into another animal but yeah actually help me picture this was it a t-rex because you said it was a dinosaur yeah it was t-rex 
It okay. was what? a red T-Rex. Man, I was picturing a red T-Rex. I was thinking green T-Rex. No, it's not. See, this is why you got to explain. You got to explain. We're getting the wrong impression. It here. was. What happens when you buy those off-brand pinatas? A red, a red T-Rex with blue highlights. I think some yellow in there. The internal part, it, so it wasn't like a paper mache pinata. It was, and I don't know if it's because of trying to uh, be cheap with the material, or maybe it's like a sustainability thing. I don't know. It was like car, like corrugated cardboard. Like when we actually got into it. But it was pretty strong. So I decided, hey, you know, I'm going to swing towards the audience with this dry stick that's been sitting all winter in my yard uh, to try to shower them with candy. And how, so I, how many children did you blind? <laughs> well, zero. Luckily, I didn't think you see where this is going. I <laughs> whacked it pretty yeah. hard. I got a couple of pieces of candy out that like flew towards them. I could see that and everybody like ooed and odd. And I was like, okay, well, I better hit it again. So I whacked it again. That time I actually got a bunch of the candy to fall out. And then I realized that they weren't ooing and aahing. They were telling me to stop, but I kept hitting the pinata. That is the most Charlie thing about this story. <laughs> Stick shards were flying all through the yard. Like one of them got up to people that were like at the top of the hill in my backyard, which was a good 25. 30 feet away and i was like oh okay well i guess what's the best way to hit a pinata which is what we've been talking about i think i found the worst way <laughs> how come mm-hmm. we haven't been invited to your new house yet yeah come on man i only live like an hour and a half away i come you can I come. let's wait like until 30 hours away yeah two three weeks doug you can come really let's not you know, let's to, not do it right after you to that yeah let's not do it right <laughs> right when the baby gets new baby gets here but i mean we're just gonna be he's there for your emotional support no sure you're there for her emotional support he's there for your emotional support <laughs> so so i'm the emotional support doug yes well done so you can bring one support person and i can bring one support person and doug can bring a support person sort of daisy chain it well doug's support person is Kara. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a real aerobarus of support no no it's it's like a stool you know it's three legs of support yeah and then the supreme court gets rid of one of them that was my obamacare joke and it can be safely cut <laughs> i don't get it oh did is this where they like abolish the individual mandate yeah uh, i'll go and reinst and insert that into a previous episode that was nearer to that decision <laughs> as opposed to recent news because <laughs> i had a hard time following that one <laughs> You guys don't automatically just think of three-legged stools and instantly go to Obamacare? (laughs) No. I don't know what kind of world you guys live in. So let's talk about Celeste and Kilgore. Okay. Namely, let's talk about their pop culture education and how are you doing on this? Uh, Oh, yeah. Celeste is what? Four? 18 something like that hmm. oh yeah Here, i have a i have a genuine question related to that yeah have you has she started learning any trades yet trades she learned how to start tying a knot okay this evening. okay it's doing pretty well with that has she learned she... how to get the beans out of a can unaided yet uh... <laughs> it's like a 10 year old thing man she's too young for that <laughs> Right, that was what Bean Dad was, that, right? That's what it was. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. When you open this can of beans, then you can eat a can of uncooked beans. Anyway, given that she's malleable and uh, you can inflict all your tastes upon her, 
How's that been going? Well, that's not quite true. I mean, you, you mean can that's ta- not well. well I guess you can inflict. As well, well, no, no, no. You can inflict your tastes upon her to the point where she's not interested anymore. Which, is this like depending on what the sort of thing is, thing? yeah, what the thing is, it could be half hour, it could be ten seconds, depends. And lead a horse to water, but you can't make it tweet. Right. So anyway, the trade stuff is she has she learned building trades yet? Can she stack blocks? Oh yeah, yeah, she can stack blocks. We're building sandcastles in the sandbox. She's doing fine with that. Um, Have you started her on anime yet? No anime. We, I think I mentioned, we tried watching Turning Red, which is not anime, obviously, but about the closest we would have gotten so far. And she was not into the first few minutes of it. So, Charlie, what would you say your biggest success as a parent is? Besides the fact that she's still, still alive? alive? Yes, yep. that does All her count. limbs? Okay. I mean, that's that's Kara's success. I want to hear your success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she successfully stopped you from <laughs> neglectful death. I... <laughs> she picks up the baby and, you know, takes the helmet and goggles off. No, Charlie, she's not old enough to fly yet. <laughs> See, I'm just envisioning the part from Annette where Adam Driver realizes he's sitting on Annette. What? <laughs> I forgot that. He's sitting on the baby? Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, it's well, a weird movie. I mean, in At truth. pretty much every point. I mean, legitimately, the biggest success is probably just taking care of her by myself while I had COVID and somehow her not getting COVID. Yay! Yeah. We're all just we're making it happen. All right, but what's your biggest pop culture success? Pop culture success. Hmm. Is it Baby Shark? What? Not exposing? I mean, she's seen Baby Shark. I haven't seen Baby Shark. I would think a success with not having her see Baby Shark. But the problem is that Baby Shark is not, I don't know if we discussed this, I don't think it has, it doesn't have the same sort of rights. Like, I don't think anybody owns Baby Shark. It seems like it can be anywhere. Are you sure that's not just rampant intellectual property theft? No, because it's for extremely successful children's television shows will have versions of Baby Shark that are would clearly be infringing upon it. Baby Mm. Shark originated as a campfire song or chant that dates back to at least the 20th century, potentially <laughs> created by camp counselors inspired by the movie Jars. Jars? Jars. <laughs> Jars. <laughs> now I want to see that shark movie. Jars. <laughs> just like Jaws, but with pirates. <laughs> just like Jaws, but he doesn't have any teeth. Just like gums at people. Yeah. What about the fox? Have you introduced her to the fox? Like, what does the Again, fox I say? Have avoid, I have avoided yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. I think we've you've mentioned that. I will end this have call we? right now if I have I to. Know. Okay. I don't know. She would sing it. it or not. Yeah, it's a um, kids' bop has a version of it. Which <laughs> wow. you know, whatever you think of kids' bop, it's something that you can put on where you know you don't have to worry about what it is that they're going to sing about. You can do that with ACDC. <laughs> One of their songs is just about balls. Right. <laughs> Kids love balls. That is true. Kids love balls. I think my favorite thing about the Fox song is that it's supposed to be like a parody or something. Right. A comedy song. <laughs> like it was supposed to be like a deliberately poor song and then somehow it took off. <laughs> but yeah, she. I mean, she would know the different sounds in the song and sing them. It's like, I don't even know that. So she's become more powerful than you already. Oh, yeah. No, she picks up on things very quickly. How does she feel about Bridgerton? 
Um, pro? I don't know. Okay. Pro Bridgerton. Oh, well. All right. Pro first season, but second season kind of was a little slow. This is what she tells me. Now, see, I, mean, I am trying to think what sort of pop culture she's picked up on. And it's been just like a lot of kids' shows, but nothing. Like, she will occasionally say things that I'm like, that is a reference, but it's like a secondhand reference. Like, one that she would say would be, was, I think it was, Ice. Why'd it have to be Ice? Or something like that. And I'm like, what show did you hear that on? It's like a secondhand, like Indiana Jones reference or something like that. And like, I don't think that counts. So can we come visit and surreptitiously teach her phrases? Oh, yeah. That are appropriate, but she shouldn't know just oh. because of it. Yeah, like, no, Can please. we go teach her like, did I do that? <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> it's endlessly entertaining when she picks up things like that <laughs> what other outdated pop culture catchphrases could we teach her was that's a good one yeah yeah because it just makes me i laugh every time i think about the story about tony singing the weird al song the white stuff to himself in like first grade or whatever it was and the teacher going who's singing the right stuff just thinking about how that would have been like at least 10 years out of date at that point and just like imagining like you know you're like a 30 year old teacher whatever and one of your little seven year old kids is just singing the right stuff (laughs) like come on that's gold all right, so we got was up. We got did I do that? What else can we do? You just teach her the Tim Allen grunt from Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Celeste. When you don't know what's happening, make this sound. <laughs> when you're happy about something, you go. Ruff, 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 ruff. <laughs> <laughs> it fits in any occasion. That was the nice part about it. <laughs> I like how these are just turned into ways to low-key torture Kara. <laughs> I'm wondering how hard it would be to get Picard's engage yeah, I think into the probably kid's got a, vernacular. I think he got a better chance at make it so. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would work. Make it so might work. Daddy, will you get me ice cream? Okay. Make it so. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, can I have some ice cream? Make it so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she picks up pretty quickly like, and makes you realize things that you're saying that you don't realize you're saying. One of them that she just did recently was, you know, sometimes when kids come up, you're like half humoring them or whatever. And you'll be like, oh, that's pretty cool. And so that's she says that to us all the time now. And, Wait, and that exact intonation. When you say that to me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were establishing a connection. I thought you thought it was cool. Well, it could be like, but it's just like the intonation is kind of like, huh, I didn't realize we were saying it like that. I didn't realize it was so disdainful. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like, check out that bird over there. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Okay. So does Celeste understand that she's going to have a little brother soon? She does. Yep. And as I've heard is the case, I'm sure she's very excited about it now. And we'll see if that translates to when the brother actually shows up. And gets all of the love and she gets all all of the neglect. (laughs) Right. Um, We're trying to prepare for that and actually have... (laughs) We're trying to prepare for that, so we've had her sleeping outside. (laughs) Now that it's warmed up a little bit, so she won't die of exposure in the night. All right, Celeste. (laughs) Once little Kilgore comes, we will no longer love you, so you need to be ready for this. There's only so much love in the world, and you need to learn that now. (laughs) You you show her most of Boss Baby, but you don't... You stop it before the end. (laughs) 
Now you need to understand that if we've learned anything in the time you've been alive, love is a zero sum game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, she gets it. It's Ooh, we could teach her dynamite. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it can't be too like I was thinking yabba dabba do, but that's just too That's potentially transcends generations. Exactly. You need something where the teacher's like, Where did you hear that? <laughs> That's why I think dynamite would be a good one. I think I would, yeah. Oh, she did like, what you talking about? I did that one with her. And then <laughs> she would say that for a few days. And I'm like, oh, okay, I think we're done with this one. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> <laughs> we could teach her yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That would confuse mm, the teachers. It seems like a bad one. She just wanders around just saying yada, 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 yada. <laughs> so we've called this parent-teacher meeting to discuss the following. What's the earliest, I don't know if pop culture is the right way to put it, but, you know, sort of like entertainment style thing that you remember? Mm. This is a general question. Yeah, no. I... Uh, geez, I don't know. Um, I have a vague recollection of when I was like two or three walking into the living room and I think mom was watching the Today Show on TV. All right. That might be, I mean, that's one of my earliest memories. So I think it was like three. Definitely like Looney Tunes cartoons. I don't even think I was, was watching them that much, but they definitely stick in my head. Yeah, I don't know. Mine is offhand. Part of me thinks maybe it's like Laurel and Hardy. Hmm. Probably do. like for me, maybe Winnie the Pooh VHS tapes, possibly. We didn't get those until we moved, though. Well, I mean, I don't know that I remember anything from before then. Okay. Well, we moved when you were three, so you might remember a little bit. Yeah, I only remember a few things, and I just told you the only one that involved media consumption. Oh. I remember when I was four being really excited that Star Trek The Next Generation was premiering. Somehow. I'm not even sure I was really aware of Star Trek, but I must have been, because I remember being excited about that. That's cool. Does that line, that lines up with the premiere of it? Yeah, I think I looked it up once. Premiere is like September 87 or something. When you talked about moving, that made me remember, and this could be just be a false memory, but I remember being at the house we used to live at in Lansing and watching Grape Ape. <laughs> And of all the things, I don't remember anything about Grape Ape except he was a gigantic purple ape. I don't remember Grape Ape at all. I think it's a Hanna-Barbera. I was about to ask, what's Grape Ape? But you just said you don't remember anything else about it. Uh, yeah, it's a Hanna-Barbera. He's just a gigantic purple ape with a green hat. It's a little bit different than I remember him. But considering I haven't looked this up at all. Apparently his uh, catchphrase was saying his name twice. Grape Ape, Grape Ape. So that's something you can teach Celeste. <laughs> 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 no one would get that. <laughs> you know, the Hanna-Barbera cartoons had a lot of catchphrases. Teach your kid that knowing is half the battle. I'd realize it's not Hanna-Barbera, but <laughs> just thinking of old cartoons. Do we have any other hot takes? Yeah, tons. Okay. Charlie, what movie are you looking forward to coming out in theaters? Ooh. Ooh, can I answer this for him? Uh, sure. <laughs> He's clearly looking forward to Crimes of the Future. I wondered if that was going to be his answer, honestly. Now you have to remind me what that one is. I may know about it, but... That's it's the, the new... Cronenberg film. Yeah, oh. with... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 How yeah. do you pronounce her name? It's like Leah Sedow, the girl from uh, the James Bond movie Spectre. She's also in Death Stranding. I mean, I would totally be in... I'd like to watch a Cronenberg. That'd be fun. But in, that's incorrect. That is not Charlie's most look, anticipated movie. Of the All summer. right, then what is it? Oh, 
What is it, Charlie? Ah, uh, well, you saw everything everywhere all at once, right? I kind of want to see That's that, but I have no chance. Months, I man. know. Well, like Wait, eight on point, right? Maybe at the point this episode goes out. Oh, yeah, months for sure. Oh, true. I did see that. It was enjoyable. Very weird, but enjoyable. Uh, Multiverse of Madness actually sounds like maybe that's I'd already out. I know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Let me look at what's being released now. In quotes. Oh wait, now did you say you said summer though? June sixth, I think. I mean, obviously he's looking forward to Avatar two, but that coming that's not until summer. later this year. Yeah, I don't think that counts. Uh, I mean, honorable mention, since it is his most anticipated movie, right? Wait, what one? You're a real big Avatar head, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The blue people. Yeah. Imagine his disappointment when he once saw the blue man group and it wasn't Avatar. (laughs) Where's Sully? What's going on here? He went to see Uncharted because he heard Sully was in it. (laughs) (laughs) He was real confused. What movies are even coming out? It's what the internet's for, yo. Uh, Shin Ultraman? Is that uh, this summer? I don't know if that's coming out in this country. I mean, the trailer looked great, but I assume I'll have to wait until some sort of digital media. See, Top Gun Maverick already came out. Yep. Wait, it did? And it was fantastic. You've seen it? By the time By this movie... May- yeah. Or podcast comes out, yeah. Oh. Seen okay. it six times. Jeez. This whole temporal uncertainty is throwing me off here. Do I need to just look up what movies are coming out soon? That's How have you not yeah. freaking done this, man? Because as far as I'm concerned, movies are over. There's no such thing as movies anymore. Like they're done. You know, I can't go to the theater. Yeah, you can. No, I'll be killed. That doesn't stop you from going. Therefore, you can do it. Check and mate gosh i don't know it's minions the rise of grew well yeah i thought you meant besides that well besides that i think it's uh the dc league of super pets <laughs> Lightyear? i don't know that one i've heard of when i hear of Lightyear, i can't help but think of uh the promotional photo from it it's someone has captioned uh this guy looks like he's about to switch off his uh body cam <laughs> wow the new Jurassic World's out this Friday. Oh, boy. Does that still have the same people in it? I think it does. I think it's got them and the original cast or something, right? Oh, yeah. There's a Bob's Burgers movie? That's been out, man. It's like two weeks. I saw Top Gun Maverick ten times, and I saw that a hundred times. <laughs> it was a busy single day. Wait. Remaking Father of the Bride. Actually, I would have thought maybe your top upcoming movie actually would have been Nope. Oh, no. Okay. I just didn't recognize the title. Sure. Why not? I mean, the trailer didn't really tell you too much about it, but uh, Stephen Yeun, I forgot who's in it. Sure. There you go. So Minions, The Rise of Gru, and also Nope, (laughs) which somehow is not the Leslie Nope movie, although I guess it could be. Maybe that's the twist Jordan Peele is keeping from us. (laughs) Just in the end credits, the K like appears in front of it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's probably Thor, Love and Thunder, I think, yeah, these yeah. movies that I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean, my problem is that all the movies I want to see have already come out. And like so I'm Chippendale, just... Rescue Rangers? Uh, I was thinking more Morbius. Oh, thought maybe Downton Abbey, A New Era. Wait, Chippendale, Rescue Rangers is this year? Yeah, I think it's a Disney Plus exclusive. But uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Northman also sounded pretty good. Oh, yeah, that one I actually do want to see, but I probably will miss it in theaters. And it also came out a month ago or whatever, month Doug. Ago. Month and a half. Yeah. I mean, for real, though, like, my problem genuinely is that I don't feel safe going 
going to the theater. And so all of this talk about movie theaters and movies coming out is like genuinely a little upsetting. I think I found it. Why does the world continue without me? This is this is nonsense. I don't like it. I found if you go early in the morning on off days on non-opening weekends, the crowds have usually died out enough that I feel relatively comfortable. Yeah, but I have like pseudo have a job that I need to go to. (laughs) That kind of puts it at like work hours, you know, take the day off. And then uh, I always sit in the far back row so that no one's behind me. Oh. Which has been a lot easier to do when they uh, started assigning seats. Yeah, they started doing that in my theater as well a couple years ago. And obviously masked and all that stuff, yeah. I'll try to pick one that's far away from people. And then when I get there, if somebody sits next to me or nearby, then I will just... A few minutes in, I'll move. So far, people have been... I mean, not that I'm seeing like major films or anything, but of the ones I've seen, like so far, people have been pretty good about not sitting directly next to you partly because there's plenty of space and they can see that when they when you buy the tickets and they say where do you want to sit and you're like well these seats are filled so i will sit away from them yeah and even pre-pandemic people should probably do that but it happens and i'm like really you had so many other places you could sit it's not even the best seat in the house and i don't know but yeah, I saw everything everywhere all at once. And my favorite part was when Brian repeatedly leaned over to me and said, what are we watching? <laughs> That's how you know you picked a good one. Well, that, because I kind of tricked her into it. <laughs> oh, like, I was like, do you want to see this movie with me? I was like, it's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And she's like, well, what is it? And I was like, it's like a sci-fi comedy with Michelle Yeoh. And she was like, eh, okay. <laughs> we got there. And she was just like, what is this? Wait, that's Michelle Yeoh? Yeah. Oh, like from Super Cop? Yep, from Super Cop, Tomorrow Never Dies, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I didn't know that. I just knew that it was like a new movie that came out. And I saw like a still, like I think her in a kung fu pose, but I didn't recognize her. Yep, and it's uh, got Kei Hui Kwan making his return to the screen. Uh, What would I have seen him in before? Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and the Goonies. Oh, yeah. Is he short round? He is. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like I need to see this movie now. That was kind of how I felt too. He kind of like <laughs> sealed the deal for me, especially because he's been getting lots of positive praise for it. Shoot. What Brienne said to you, same situation with me and Kara a lot. And that's how I know that I picked something good. <laughs> and whenever she says it, it always means that she's enjoying it. She's like, what are we watching? What are you making me watch? Oh, it's never, what are we watching? No, no, no. It's always good. Or it turns into, what are you watching? <laughs> Like, what is this show? Amazed you have time for television. Yeah. But then I guess maybe I make time, we make time for movies instead of TV. Yeah, it's like, a okay, we have time for one episode of something before we are exhausted and fall asleep. Like, we're only, uh, I think we're halfway through Loki. Ah, yes. It's like, oh, there's so much more. It's like, people are like, oh, have you seen Moon Knight yet? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like four shows back, man. <laughs> or my friend the other day was like, well, I guess at this point it was like a month ago. But she was like, have you seen Picard? And I said, well, I haven't seen the most recent season yet. And she was like, would you like my login information? Because I really need to discuss this with someone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Charlie, here's a genuine question for you. Is Celeste allowed to watch entertainment from this century? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. When's she going to see the Sonic movie? Oh, the first Sonic movie? She's seen the first Sonic movie because we saw that oh, one. Oh, she has. This was, yeah. So you're a good parent. Well, this was for... <laughs> 
<laughs> we were doing drive-ins because <laughs> pandemic, right? Yeah. And uh, that was one that we're playing. And well, it was like at the local uh, minor league baseball team. Must be nice to live in a climate where that's possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, well, that's what they were playing. So like, okay, fine. We'll go see Sonic. And they were just playing it off of Amazon. Like they just rented it on Amazon. <laughs> what? I'm sure that's against the terms. I'm sure it is too, but like at one point it paused because like somebody had hit <laughs> oh the space gosh. bar or something and you could see. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's explicitly forbidden. <laughs> yeah. I've learned anything from all the copyright warnings. Well, I ain't saying anything. We had a fun time. Yeah, but you just did. <laughs> yeah, it's out there now in the world. Uh, what happens if Amazon listens to this podcast? And it's too entertaining to edit out. Ah. Well, that probably wraps it up for this edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. A special thanks to our special guest, Doug Gobeski. Thank you for having me. And now it's time for Piscopo Day. Piscopo Day. Piscopo Day. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our show. Make sure to check out our website, GobeskiWallsReport.com. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter. Just follow us at GWReport. And we're on the Facebook as well, just like our page, the Gobeski Wallace Report. I kind of forgot what was happening. <laughs> it's always so hard with the Twitter with like the at. Like, you don't have to say at, do you? I don't know. That's a question for the listeners to decide. I got some uh, ice cream that is Blue Moon flavor. Oh, I want Blue Moon ice cream. And it's uh, the description is, this flavor remains a secret to all, including us. <laughs> well, I actually did read an article where basically they were like, I think it's cloves. No one can really identify what Blue Moon is. And if you ask different people, you get different answers. Like yeah, Some I... people are like, it's a lemon vanilla. And some people are no, like, oh, it's like this. fruitier than that. And some not people are like, yeah. This is not like Superman. Well, this is di- this is distinct. Well, it's Superman. The blue moon is part of it, right? Maybe. It's blue moon, no, this lemon, is, and this cherry. Is different. Oh. I am convinced that it's probably cloves. And if it's not that, then it's one of the other spice drop flavors. Have we established the possibility that they just f- up the blue moon flavor? No. Well, do you mean just f- up this batch or well who, who's the company cops frozen custard because it i've had it from there before and it tastes the same as usual well, but just, it's that distinctly mean... a spice flavor all that means is that that's their blue moon it doesn't mean they got it right correct yeah so it's i think it's cloves and plus they put mini marshmallows in it what oh. what the f- Oh, it's good. It's good. It's real creamy, too. I'm sure it is, but it's not Blue Moon. They call it Blue Moon. Yeah, well, I can call things Blue Moon, too. It doesn't make them Blue Moon. You paint your ass blue and call it Blue Moon? So then what is Blue Moon? Is You're saying that it has it's to blue. be blue, and it has to be ice cream, and it can't have other things in it, but you don't know the flavor, and therefore... Well, I think the, the only mini marshmallows criteria. are the well, moons. Well, it just can't have add-ins. Otherwise, you know, that's Blue Moon plus add-ins. No, no, no. The mini, the mini marshmallows are the moons. There are there are no moons in <laughs> Blue Moon. I, I I disagree. There clearly are. You're from Michigan. How can we be having this conversation? <laughs>
Like you're some loser Wisconsinite. I'm just saying, Ooh, that's what the they're doing here. The moon has what? moons in it, and also, uh, do you have a better the explanation? Do you, oh, yeah, no, that is just pure brain dead uh, Wisconsin excellence. Yeah, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I'm just saying, the only thing that explains to me why it's mini marshmallows is those have got to be the moons. Well, that's fine, but that's an addition to the blue moon ice cream. That doesn't make it. It's not if you get rid of the marshmallows, it's no longer blue moon. Yeah, but I think if you got rid of the marshmallows, it still won't be Blue Moon because it's the wrong flavor. You know, really, the only part that's truth in advertising is blue. And even then, this is a kind of pale blue, too. I, th- I always think Blue Moon is bluer than that. All I know is that you can't get, well, theoretically, you can't get Blue Moon ice cream out here. I think I did see there was one ice cream shop that might have it. But that also means you can't get Superman ice cream and Oh. That makes me sad. Huh. So is it, what, Blue Moon's regional then? I didn't even realize that. Blue Moon is regional, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure it extends much past the upper Midwest, honestly. Oh. Like, I don't know if you went to, like, Iowa, even if they would have Blue Moon. You know, hey, Charlie. Yes. It's a shame you never came to visit me in Idaho. In general, or there's something specific? Well, I mean, Bo, it meant that you weren't able to have the black licorice ice cream. Ew, what? Okay, that was legit good, though. was it well if you like black licorice i know my mouth was numb by the end of it it was great (laughs) it was this dark gray color too yeah it was real gross looking it was so great (laughs) <laughs> it was really good ice cream too because it was made by the local dairy i mean i would have tried it well alas 